You're listening to Cheyenne's News and Talk Station, AM 650, KGAB, Orchard Valley, Cheyenne, a town square media station. In battle, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has again refused to resign amid growing sexual misconduct allegations. He claims lawmakers, many of whom are asking him to step down, don't have the facts. This is a governor who got an Emmy for his communication skills and I guess for his acting. He will never get an Emmy for transparency, openness, and honesty. Uh, he's involved in cover-ups. Republican State Senator James Tedesco on Fox and Friends, both of New York's Democratic U.S. Senators have called on the governor to resign. From the controversy in New York to the crisis that Republicans say is playing out at our southern border. The number of people crossing being apprehended has uh, almost tripled uh, from the same time period last year. The number of family units uh, that uh, have been encountered went up from uh, 1,000 a month to 6,000 now uh, in, uh, in February, and it's just going to get worse. Florida Congressman Carlos Jimenez on Fox and Friends. The Biden administration admits it's facing an overwhelming number of migrants, but has stopped short of calling the situation a crisis. Snow is falling in Denver, and it's not expected to stop until early Monday morning. We've got a really big storm that's coming across parts of the central part of the country, or actually kind of parts of the central Rockies. Blizzard warnings in effect across Panhandle and Nebraska and throughout Wyoming, and it's going to be a lot of snow. Fox meteorologist Rick Reichmuth, travel could become nearly impossible as snow piles up and heavy winds severely reduce visibility. Across Europe, coronavirus cases are rising. On Monday, Italy will lock down again and will stay locked down through Easter. In Paris, authorities are considering new measures as they urge residents to be extremely careful. America's listening to Fox News. inviting you to download and listen to the new daily Fox on Tech podcast. There's part of a colorful late 90s iMac on Mars. It's an idea that seems a lot like Kickstarter called Build It. This isn't the first time we've heard about North Korea hackers trying to get a leg up on COVID-19, a range that was used for satellite TV service in the 70s. Get the latest trends in technology, cybersecurity alerts, and gadget news daily starting March 15th. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Connect to Fox News Audio on the Fox News app. Listen to hear your favorite hosts like Brian Kilmeade, Jimmy Fallon, and Guy Benson standing up for what's right live and via podcast. Just click listen, then swipe right and hear the latest news updates on your time. And scroll down to hear the latest podcasts from Fox News. And it's even easier to listen in the car with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Get programming alerts and notifications. Fox News Audio is on the Fox News app. The Voices America Trusts. Download it now. Angry and anxious families are gathering at a hospital in Jordan where at least seven patients in a COVID-19 ward died because of a shortage of oxygen. The country's health minister has stepped down. More than a year into the pandemic, we still don't know for sure how it started. Another theory about the origins of the coronavirus, a former U.S. investigator says COVID-19 could have come from a bioweapons research accident. The former lead investigator who oversaw the task force into the origins of COVID telling Fox not only does he believe the virus escaped from the Wuhan Institute of Virology of China, but it may have been the result of military research into a bioweapon. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. One of two U.S. warships dealing with an outbreak of the virus is back to sea in the Persian Gulf. The Navy's fifth fleet says the USS San Diego has contained the spread of the illness. The USS Philippine remains in port in Bahrain. 
after killing a man with his car, an official in South Dakota has pleaded not guilty to charges. South Dakota Attorney General Jason Roundsburg's facing three misdemeanor charges, careless driving, driving out of his lane, and operating a motor vehicle while on his phone. His lawyer entered not guilty pleas to all of them at a court hearing Friday. Roundsburg maintains he didn't break the law last September when he struck and killed a man walking on the shoulder of a highway. He told police he thought he had hit a deer until he went back to the crash site later and found it was a man. In addition to the criminal charges, Roundsburg's also facing calls to step down from his job by Republican Governor Kristi Noem. Jill Nato, Fox News. For the second year in a row, the city of Chicago has canceled its St. Patrick's Day parades, but one longtime tradition is being observed. The Chicago River has been dyed green. I'm Pam Puso, and this is Fox News. Weather update is brought to you by Four Corner Siding. No matter the weather, Four Corner Siding can help protect your home. Winter storm warning continues until 6 a.m. Monday. Light precip, mixed freezing drizzle and snow showers and fog this morning, then turning to snow this afternoon, getting heavy by late day. Highs in the low 30s, lows tonight, mid-20s. Heavy snow with plenty of blowing and drifting overnight tonight. Very high impacts for travelers and stock growers. Sunday, heavy snow, strong winds throughout the day. Everything slowly tapering off Sunday night into Monday. Good morning, good morning, Nick the Motor Guy. Back here on Cargab, and it is horrible out there. It is cold, it is icy, it is not snowy, well, not much yet, but uh, if you want a really shocking experience, take a look at the radar. Um, hopefully it doesn't get close to what they're saying. I, this storm is now about two days late, which almost scares me more because that means that it may well just sit over us and dump. I guess the, 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 the good news out of all of this is desperately needed moisture both in the mountains and at this level. I know our, um, many of our farmers and ranchers need the moisture, but I it, it could choose to do it as a, a, a little more gently and consistently rather than dumping the entire year on us in about three days. Be careful out there. If you are driving, um, 
well, try not to, quite honestly. Hunker down. If you happen to be listening to AM650 as you're going through the uh, this part of the state, please, please, please be careful. Both I-25 and I-80 are going to be uh, uh, very, very nasty over the next uh, 48 to 72 hours. So... I if you, and it always worries me when I first moved here people warned me you listen to people I heard people say oh it could be bad yet don't have a clue until you actually drive in Wyoming in a snowstorm or even after a snowstorm with a 50 mile an hour wind there is nothing that uh, can confuse the mind more than sideways snow so everybody please stay safe out there if you don't have to go out don't um because bad things can happen for no particular reason at that point our first responders who are going to be out there to help you whatever um it, much preferable if they could uh, stay safe and off the roads as well with that well i thought we'd try and warm it up a bit and one of my favorite parts of the car and motorcycle, the auto, automotive and uh, power sports business, is the ability to, if you have the desire, to build something different. And yesterday, I was messing around and bring a trailer, which I occasionally do well daily um and find cool stuff take you back to the my earliest years of driving my first car license plate fmt 404j if you wanted to know you probably didn't but for some reason that license plate sticks with me and for those of you that are wondering why i'd remember license plates in britain when a car gets delivered for the first time its registration number license plate number stays with that car its entire life so at that point in my life i i remembered numbers um don't remember much at all now but in those days i did so i could pretty much recite you every license plate of every car i had in britain and a few i had over here even though they only lasted two or three years Anyway, FMT 404J was an incredibly arthritic 1970 Austin Mini 850. This car used almost as much oil as petrol, gas, sorry. Um, it uh, was 40% metal and the rest of it was some kind of body filler. Uh, I almost killed my father with this when we were uh, rebuilding it. And of course, these were very early days of me uh, learning how to do mechanical things. And the transmission on these had, it had sort of a big like umbrella stick that came out of the out through the almost the firewall and it kind of wobbled around. Anyway, we got the engine running for the first time and me not understanding how a clutch pedal should feel pushed on the clutch pedal and it went to the floor and i went to put it in reverse um which it did go into reverse unfortunately the clutch hadn't released because the hydraulic clutch had failed um luckily uh 
My father had uh, recently moved from behind the car, and luckily the garage door of the borrowed garage that we were using um, was open as it shot backwards, and luckily the engine stalled, and I was, yes, well, terrified, quite honestly. So that was the, the, the beginning of that car. It was also the beginning of a love affair with minis that stays with, and when I say minis, I mean those, the real things, not those awful BMW pieces. Um, and for those of you, I know there's a few of you listen who enjoy your BMW mini. I'm, I'm thrilled for you that you like it, but it's not a mini. Anyway, my love affair of minis has continued watching them race, driving them, doing lots of silly things on them and in them, but nothing as silly as what I found on Bring a Trailer yesterday. There was a mid-70s Mini on there, which had been completely modified. Now, the original Mini had a maybe 60 horsepower engine in the front of the car, driving the front wheels. This gentleman also known as Lunatic, I believe, has taken a Honda V6 engine and fabricated it in behind the back seats of said vehicle, while at the same time completely redesigning the what was the engine bay to be a safety fuel cell and everything else. Now, the Honda V6 produces probably a fairly healthy 250 horsepower. So we're already four times what a Mini was originally meant to be handling. Not satisfied with that level of lunacy, this guy then turbocharged it. Um, he then widened every area he could so he could try and keep the thing on the ground. And it is an absolutely wonderful piece of hot rodding. Now, I understand hot rods in America are always V8s, and a turbocharged V6 doesn't sound terribly exciting. Except when you think that a Mini weighs maybe a couple of thousand pounds. And a 400 horsepower V6 is driving the rear wheels with the weight of it over the rear wheels. And in fact, some of the pieces he's done to balance the weight, it's almost perfect weight distribution, i.e. the weights in the middle of the car. Makes the car handle far better, gives an amazing grip. Uh, this thing is magnificent. And it just made me love this industry even more. And then and reading what the gentleman put into it, what he's got drive time videos. If, you, if you'd like to see what I'm talking about, look at bringatrailer.com and look up a mini on there. It is uh, kind of army green with teeth on it. Uh, and the, the, the videos and the engine burble and everything else are just magnificent. But it made me think, what a great thing that we have in the automotive business and the power sports business. And I don't see this going away. Even with the advent of electric, there's always going to be pretend, and I really don't want to pretend this, but I'm going to anyway, pretend that the internal combustion engine is gone. We're not going to have any more. There is always going to be some lunatic with skills or friends with skills or a group of people that's going to take our big electric motor in this case and shoehorn it into something it doesn't belong in.
And that is going to mean that this wonderful industry and hobby that has been so good to me and I've loved for so many years, and I know many of you listening do, and many others of you listening uh, don't, but you still listen to the show occasionally. Uh, however, the, the the thrill of just making something work that was never designed to work together, be it from an experience of just watching some lunatic do it or doing it yourself, that will never go away. Be it internal combustion engine, be it electric. I truly believe that that will continue. I truly hope it will. Anyway, so that's what the show's going to be about today. If you've had a hot rod, if you um, imagined something, if you've always thought about, hey, I wanted to take this car and make it become this car, or I wanted to take this engine and put it into this, or any of that stuff, any of those stories, I'd love to hear from you today. If you'd like to give me a call, 632-6500, 632-3323. And for those listening out of the area on KGAB.com, one 503 6500. Let's jump to the phones for the first time today. Good morning, you're on Cargab. Hey, buddy. Hey, Jeremy. I would rather be sitting in the studio with you nice and cozy right now. Yeah, I was thinking about you. I was actually hoping the snow would come in earlier so you wouldn't have to be on the road today. Yeah, I had my fingers crossed. So I'm going to have to work a little bit later tonight. Uh, so can we wait until morning to go pick up your uh, your new mini? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's in Topeka, Kansas. Do you just want me to go out there by myself so we don't tell Brooke? <laughs> you just told Brooke. Nice. Good job. Oh, no. She doesn't listen to your show, dude. Well, she, somebody listens and squeals to her then. Oh, yeah. That's probably. That, that happens. <laughs> Yeah, thanks a lot. This thing is so cool. It's just a great bit of engineering. It's just really fun. Um, it makes me, with all the projects I already have now, add another project to it. But there you go. But, I mean, have you ever done it? I know you must have, with, with your grandparents and your dad and stuff, I mean, they were kind of into making things work with whatever was about. And I think that's really the birth of hot rodding to me was probably at some point, some guy blew an engine up in some old car and went, well, we got that lying over there. Let's stuff it in here. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I see, uh, I had a buddy that we helped throw a, a 351 Ford into a Mercury Capri. Uh, yeah. It was a terrible idea. Yes, yeah, horrible idea. <laughs> but uh, because, I mean, it really wasn't worth that much of a car. Yeah, it's like putting um, a 460 in a Ranchero. Yeah, I know. What kind of a lunatic would do that? He, no idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, one of the my favorite parts was my uncle had a Ford Falcon that was his little stock car. And the seat that he had fabricated out of it was a, an old oil drum that he had cut. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I once and made a floor. I once made a. Well, I didn't make a floor. I actually uh, um, worked on a vehicle that, when I got into it, the floor felt a little strange. It was a Chevrolet Chevette, and. <laughs> um, 
floor felt very strange. And I went to test drive it. And so I lifted the carpet up and realized that the floor was actually gone. It was no longer there. And the owner had taken a snow shovel. And he jammed the handle of the snow shovel up under the driver's seat. So the curved part of the snow shovel had fit in between the front of the driver's seat and the pedals for your feet to rest on. I've heard tell of people putting old license plates. Oh, yeah, I did that. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, my old Jeep, my old green Jeep, which is sitting outside a certain automotive store because I sold it when I worked there many years ago, um, that that has a floor of license plates. So my grandpa was a tractor guy, and one of the, my favorite tractors that he had was a Fordson. Yeah. Now, this is funny because Dodge is an American car. Your name is Dodson. You're an English man. Yes, but I have no E. I, there's no E on my, my name, so. <laughs> so, I, yeah. So Fordson was an English Ford. I don't know why they, they were pretty lazy. They couldn't get a better name. Right. But, uh, when he got that all done and painted up and everything and restored, uh, he felt like the front wheels still didn't look right, so he put Cadillac hubcaps on it. What was that? So that, that was a hot rod tractor, man. A hot rod tractor. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you have a good one, buddy. We'll catch you later. Yes, well, you be safe out there. Hopefully you uh, you uh, get get home before this really breaks loose. Yeah, so far so good. It's a little slurpy, but not too bad, you know. Yeah, it, it's uh, getting real slippy up around Vanda High in that area. Oh, okay. Oh. So, yeah, good. be careful, my friend. You bet, man. I'll catch you later. Take care. Bye-bye. And we are going to take a quick break, and then we will be back. Yeah, we will be back here on AM650 KGAV. Retirement Online. Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Sensory sensitivity, repetitious behavior, lack of eye contact. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council.
the motor guy back here on am 650 kgab with cargab on a miserable day uh, again please stay home if you don't have to be out don't be out because it's only gonna get worse from here folks uh anyway talking hot rodding and one of the joys of a hot rod or a modified car because when you say hot rod in america you typically think of a 30 or i typically think and i think a lot of people typically think of a a, a 2030s car um with an entirely ridiculous engine stuffed in it and lowered roofs and things like that um for me it covers all kinds of other things and one of the joys is typically when you look at the car and you look at the amount of work that's gone into it, for example, this insane Mini that's on Bring a Trailer right now, um, it makes no sense. You have taken a car, you have put a large engine in it, you have now made it go very quickly and probably corner very well, and you have probably spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours, and probably way more money than it would have cost to go out and buy a very, very quick functioning Mustang or Camaro or Mazda Miata or whatever you want to talk about. But if you think like that, you completely miss the point. And that is, there's lots of people who said to me when I've talked about, oh, I'd like to do this, I'd like to do that. And people who don't know me that well look at Nick, they look at me and go, Nick, why? And the answer is always going to be for a, <coughs> a car, truck, power sports guy is because you can. Because it's okay to be kind of silly. And it's okay to get the satisfaction out of some, making something be what it was never meant to be in some cases they can turn out pretty ugly but heck the major manufacturers have done that too <laughs> general motors and the aztec uh gm and the aforementioned chevette american motors and the gremlin or the pacer However, there's a car that I was looking at, and there was a guy on, uh, on one of the forums I kind of played around on, had taken a Gremlin, he'd lowered it, he'd widened it, and he'd put a huge engine in it, don't remember where from, but he'd actually made it into an incredibly cool-looking car. So it just proves that with enough imagination, a few dollars, and lots and lots of skill, you can make even something that was just a pretty appalling car into something cool. If a gremlin could be made to look cool, maybe even, and I realize for American audiences, but I'm really uh, pandering to my UK audience here for a second, maybe you could even make an Austin Allegro into a sporty, cool car. 
for those of you in America who don't know what an Austin Allegro looks like, well, it kind of looks like a, a, a design that was based around wheels put on a frog and then kind of squashed a little bit. It was awful. I have spoken about it on this show before because I did at one point own one of those. Um, no, I didn't spend money. I was a very generous gentleman that she uh, gave it to me. If you want to know the license plate, it was GMF964N. I realize nobody cares, but I think it's cool. I remember that. It was an awful, 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 awful car. But if somebody could do that to a gremlin, maybe out there in my future is an Austin Allegro that is going to be amazing. I doubt it, but hey, one can dream, and that's what's great about modifying cars, hot running, modifying motorcycles. Back in the 80s, I got my, uh, became good friends with a guy who was uh, building, a, building a turbocharged uh, motorcycle from, pretty much from scratch based on a Rickman frame. I became very involved in that project and ended up buying it from him. The bike was completely ridiculous. And it was probably one of the most fun machines that I've ever owned, ever ridden. I believe it's still sitting in, in London somewhere. If so, hopefully somebody's got it. Hopefully they're still enjoying it. But uh, it, it was a really fun machine. And it was something that was fun to take somewhere because you could say, yes, I was involved in yes was part of this and yes this is just this isn't just a motorcycle but it's something it's something more again when, you, when you've changed something up when you've changed the basic look of it it becomes part of you and that's always going to be for me part of hot rutting or modifying doesn't need to make sense and we'll talk about more vehicles that don't make sense and hopefully take some more calls because otherwise, well, one, I'm going to lose my voice and two, you're all going to get very bored. But once we get to the bottom of the... ...in human services and the Ad Council. In 1977, an eight-year-old boy picked up the game of golf from his father. The odds of that same boy winning the US Open twice, one in 1.2 billion. The odds of him having a child diagnosed with autism one in 110. Ernie Els encourages you to learn the signs of autism at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. NASCAR champion Bobby Lavani here with my brother Terry and my nephew Justin. You know, every sport has its essential safety gear. For racing, we wear helmets, fire retardant suits, and no mex gloves. For fishing, waterfowl hunting, and boating, we wear life jackets. After an intense race, there's nothing more relaxing than bass fishing or a little duck hunting on the lake. But we're the first ones to tell you, on the track or on the water, accidents happen fast. Weather update is brought to you by Four Corner Siding. No matter the weather, Four Corner Siding can help protect your home. Winter storm warning continues until 6 a.m. Monday. Light precip, mixed freezing drizzle and snow showers and fog this morning, then turning to snow this afternoon, getting heavy by late day. Highs in the low 30s, lows tonight, mid-20s. Heavy snow with plenty of blowing and drifting overnight tonight. Very high impacts for travelers and stock growers. Sunday, heavy snow, strong winds throughout the day. Everything slowly tapering off Sunday night into Monday. Hey, this is Reba McIntyre. You know, over the years, I've seen many people fall victim to drugs and alcohol. Sadly, some of them never recover, and some of them aren't here anymore. 
Drugs and alcohol not only negatively impact your career, but also your relationships, your finances, your health, and so much more. The good news is that we have choices, and you can choose to say yes to a drug-free lifestyle. And if you're suffering right now from addiction, please reach out for help. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. There's one thing you can never have sex without. It's consent. Because sex without it isn't sex. It's rape. It's on us to stop sexual assault. Learn how and take the pledge at itsonus.org. Nick the Motor Guy back here on CarGab, AM650, KGAB, enjoying, um, actually not enjoying, the, the view out the window is awful right now. Um, it feels like I'm in the studio at 5 or 6 p.m., not at 9.30. However, we uh, we can warm it up with some chat about cars, cool cars, uh, muscle cars, hot rods. Uh, I, I love a KG doing these shows, which uh, are around just the... The aftermarket industry, I guess, as a whole. And it doesn't have to be a a planned build. It can be something that just kind of happens. One of my good friends, Gene, he took a 30s Ford and he just made a really cool car out of it, out of whatever was lying around and watching him build that and the passion for it. And that car is still running around town. You'll see it at cruise nights this year. It's just a, a cool car that he built on a tiny budget and made into just this really awesome horror that he's now been driving for 15 plus years. So all those cars are just fun. Let's take some calls. Good morning. You're on Car Gap. Your friendly neighborhood domestic terrorist checking in. Yes. Well, you are well out of the weather compared to what's just about to hit us, my friend, and I'm glad you are. Well, you're getting moisture. That's the bright side. Absolutely. Oh, I, I just way, wish I, it would balance itself out and, and just give it to us in like three or four inch rather than 36 inch dollops. Okay, I got it. Um, I will say all hail to the guardian angels of the administratively challenged. A shout out to Brooke to remind her how cute and cuddly you you are so Thank you. that she doesn't uh, hang you from the yard. <laughs> <taking>. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> she won't. She, she only threatens me gently. She's, she's, she's pretty nice. She's quite well trained now. 
I can't believe I said that out loud on the radio. She's gonna, I'm gonna be in so much trouble. Well, at least you know. Uh, at least you both know what to expect. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> uh, I have been a member of the Turbo Diesel Register for about since about 2001 or two, and uh, ever since I discovered it, and I've been watching the uh, modifications that people have made to the Dodge to the Dodge Cummins pickup. Absolutely, to the point where every um, the uh, factory has now incorporated almost all the modifications that people have made. Uh, and all the, well, 5.9 had the killer dowel pin problem. Well, there's two solutions for that. Uh, the, uh, the killer dowel pin, the tab and new crankshaft seal from uh, TST yep. products, but the, also the fluid damper, which absorbs the vib- crankshaft vibrations through all the RPM ranges. So yep. that those, yeah, uh, I did that. I have not had the, uh, financial or material resources, let alone the inclination to start making major modifications, but I'm of admiration of Gail Banks who has uh, developed different after-coolers. I'd still love to be able to afford uh, twin rams if they still make them for both Spike and Mighty Mouse. Right. Uh, And that sort of thing. Uh, I've watched uh, this guy, Scott Dalglish, he's taken a 98 with an automatic four-wheel drive, short box, extended cab, five-speed. And, I mean, the money he sunk into that, but uh, huge horsepower and build the drivetrain. Yep. That, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and this is the joy of it, right, Skip? So this is kind of one that really comes to the... the the fun of, of what I'm trying to capture, capture in the show today is it doesn't have to make sense. You know, he could go out and do what I did and buy a new truck with a thousand foot-pounds of torque and blah, 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 blah. And I do it for the reason that, well, it's, it's a business vehicle and it's on the road all the time. Um, but he probably spent almost as much and certainly in time, probably more. But he's got something that's completely unique to him and that's what it's fun about that's that's what's fun about it can i uh take things toward the semi-charity side community awareness side absolutely i you you know i that that might just be a little little part of my life okay well uh check out on youtube uh it's called operation underground railroad okay uh it, I'd invite your listeners to check it out. And uh, since you people are at the intersection of two major through fares, I-80 and I-25, there may be under the, uh, uh, under the surface a lot of nefarious activity that goes on and will keep going on until uh, it gets brought out into the open and dealt with. Yep. Um, I just brought this up, and I, I, yes, I could not agree more. Um, I encourage people to take a look. I'm not going to get into what they do here on the radio, but I do encourage people who um, are concerned about what might be going through on our interstates to take a look at this. Uh, And I will tell you there are, from the federal authorities' side, and I realize 
they can't do everything and it needs all of us to keep be very aware that um our authorities have done a better better a, a, a better and better job of trying to fight um uh, trafficking, and that's basically what this site is: trafficking of uh, people, and it's horrendous. Yeah, uh, and uh, under our current administration, that sort of activity will be drastically cur curtailed. And Cheyenne being a major stop-off point, uh, yeah, it's uh, kind of uh, keep keep your eyes open. Yep, so, or at all times. And it's one of the things, unfortunately, that uh, has happened in our world for, for many, 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 many years. Uh, and I can relay stories that have happened both, both at home in Britain and here um, that have saved people. And sometimes it's entirely by mistake. You, remember, you may remember the... Um, and I remember it clearly because I walked past this explosive device about an hour before it went off in New York a few years ago, buying back in 2016. And one of the bombers had dropped off a very nice-looking suitcase with his bomb in it in, a, um, in an area right in the center of New York. And... <laughs> Uh, one of the uh, street people there had seen all this nice suitcase and he went across and saw wires and just tore him out and completely disabled the device. No knowledge that he'd actually done that, um, but he liked the look of the suitcase. So you just well, never know. Just just be aware of what's going on around you. Um, uh, yeah, thanks for bringing it up. It's, it's, a, it's a difficult subject, but it's uh, one that needs to be talked about. Thanks, yeah. Kitz. I didn't totally want to take things in a direction, but... Uh, no, I mean, I, it, it's they, fine. They, I mean, it is something we all need to be aware of. Uh, and, uh, and, well, that and, you know, the KGAB audience is uh, generally a, a cut above and are ready to uh, help their fellow man and to... Uh, I'd agree with that. The, Maybe not the ones the, that listen do, to this show, but... <laughs> do, 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 th to do, do things that would... Uh, shall we say, uh, dissuade people from uh, engaging in the nefarious and well, deal with pe yeah. people who do. So, yeah, thank uh, you. Yeah, well, uh, thank you, and my, my best to your folks across the pond. And they, I'm sure they're listening, and they return return the sentiments. Okay, well, Take uh, all right. so as always, dead votes don't count. <laughs> it's better to live under a rock than drown in a cesspool. Uh-huh. And flush twice. Flush twice. Way to Washington. <laughs> I'll cover all the bases. You there. got all of them. See ya. See ya. Six three two sixty five hundred. Six three two thirty three twenty three. One triple eight five zero three sixty five hundred. Let's jump over to line two. Good morning, Grand Cargap. Hey, good morning, Nick. Eric here. Hello, Eric. I've been thinking about you. It's good to hear your voice. Yeah, I, I listen every Saturday. And uh, <laughs> well, uh, I, I, I always when when the, when weather's coming in like this, as uh, several of my friends I think about, and you're one of them. So. Is that because I'm in the fog or what? Uh, but, well, that wasn't exactly how I meant it, but take it how you wish. <laughs> hey, hey, Nick, I got a question to ask you. Yeah. You know, I watched this commercial on television. It's about a uh, Chevy uh, pickup truck. And uh, what's this thing, integrated exhaust? What does that mean? 
I don't know. I don't know what they... I haven't seen that commercial, oh, so man, yeah. I am not um, familiar with the term. I'm sure it's something um, that is probably... I, I wouldn't be too surprised to find it's probably turbocharge-related. Oh, okay. Uh, just, But that, I admit, is a complete... complete and utter guess. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. That makes sense. I actually just looked it up real quick. Oh, okay. So, it is an integrated exhaust manifold is one that is cast as part of the cylinder head and has the cooling system integrated into it as well. So, the manifold is the exhaust manifold and the engine cylinder head are cooled by the coolant. Oh. Um, the reason being, I'm sure, is emissions. Yeah. Um, one and the other piece, of course, will be by having the exhaust gases um, running through that manifold as part of the engine. It means that you will get the engine up to temperature much more quickly. And if you get the engine up to temperature more quickly, um, you will immediately have benefits as far again as far as emissions. Yeah. So in other words, sorry. So in other words, too, uh, that could be a good system because that keeps your uh, engine temperature and everything at a specific... Uh, yeah, you're going to control your engine temperature. Right. Um, of course, you've also got the weight. I mean, if it's integrated into the cylinder head, you don't have bolts holding it on. You don't have um, uh, a gasket to leak. You don't have... Yeah. that. Quite honestly, when they're building it, you've got... However many bolts, 16, 18, 24 bolts that hold the cylinder head on, and you got two bolts, or two to three bolts probably holding the exhaust pipe to, to whatever comes out. Um, the catalytic converter warm-up is going to be a huge one. Yeah. Um, I, it makes complete sense. And, of course, with the uh, just unbelievably massive improvements in casting technology and all of those things it's much easier to do so so everybody is constant will be concentrating on uh, electric cars and but this is a step uh, better for emissions and it's uh, yeah and it's uh, it's been really starting to gather some steam and I, and I had look I I'd read about it but not as an integrated Honda has been uh, uh, doing it more and more. In fact, the Honda Civic Type R is one of those vehicles that has that. Yeah. And I'm assuming, and again, I need to, I, I'm going to dig into it a little bit more, but I'm assuming things like EGR and all those things are going to be much more easily controlled because you've got such a steady temperature. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Hey, the other question, uh, Nick, is that... Uh uh, uh, you as a gearhead and a sports car enthusiast, uh, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, I just can't see an electric car replacing the sports car. I just don't see that somewhere. Well, and throwing and throwing and popping clutches and throwing gears and stuff. You know, I just don't. You know, the whole fun of a sports car is to do all of that. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Although, if you've never driven a standard transmission and you've and you are controlled most mostly by automatics and things like yeah. that. You never understood if if you've never done those things, you'll never know what you missed. 
That's true. And I used to. And the one thing about the electric motor, an electric vehicle, if you um, and I've driven a few now. They are wickedly fast. Oh, yeah, but uh, the, the, the whole thing here... But it's boring. It sounds like a slightly upset yeah, vacuum cleaner. It, it takes all the fun out of driving it, because... Uh, this is my... I never driven an electric car, but I, I, I just can't imagine me not uh, uh, shifting gears and... Yep, and no, this, I agree and, with you, my and, friend. And how do you soup up an electric car, too? You know? Well, this is where Hot Roddy <laughs> might come in. How you, you take the little car and you take the big truck with yeah. the big electric motor, and you take big electric motor and you force it into little car. So it will still sound like an upset vacuum cleaner, but it will at least be yeah. different. I don't know. I would, I mean, many many things to come down the pipeline. Again, I'm the, I the thing about heart running and the thing about customizing and all those things, which so many um, car gearheads, whatever you want to call them, motorheads, that I believe will survive. Yeah, because now, because as far as fast as the government has tried to stop us from doing, oh, you can't put that exhaust on, you can't modify this, you can't modify that. Well, you know what? We just we just ignore it. Well, you know, it, it was the gearheads and the hot rodders that made uh, the manufacturers a lot of money because they Absolutely. put all that stuff into the into into new models of cars and said, "Hey, would, you know, uh, yeah, would the, would the muscle car yeah. um, craze of the '60s, which continues today, yeah. have ever happened if it hadn't been for our soldiers who had come back from World War II oh, with yeah. all their technical skills and grabbing?" I mean, that that was the birth of the hot rod. Well, not only that, but, uh, 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 you know, uh, people wonder didn't if you have should a lot get of tested money, for- you know, and they, uh, 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 they made things work, you know, I said, you know, like I said in the beginning of the program, hey, you know, my engine is shot, but let me see what's over there. Yeah, in what's, what's sitting in that pile? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> well, Eric, I'm going to let right, you go yeah. and take a break. It's yeah, great to hear day. from you. If you need any help, make sure this, uh, in this storm, you make sure you get a hold of me, okay? Okay. Take care, Nick. All Thank right. You. you take care. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And we do have other calls holding. Please hold on for us, and we will be right back after the break here on AM 650 KGAB. Wonder if you should get tested for colorectal cancer? Well, it's the second leading cancer killer in the U.S., so if you're 50 or older, it's time. Screening helps find precancerous polyps so they can be removed. Remove the polyp, prevent the cancer. Did you know there's more than one screening test? Talk to your doctor to find the one that's right for you. No more excuses, because colorectal cancer screening really does save lives. A message from HHS and CDC's Screen for Life campaign. How long does it take to get to the forest? That's not far. What are we going to do? Hike? Sure. Are we there yet? Yep. It's a short drive from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service.
AM 650, KGAB, Nick the Motor Guy, back here on CarGab. Still got one more break to fit in, but we do have some calls to fit in as well before we get to the top of the hour. So let's jump right to the phones. Good morning, you're on CarGab. Nick? Yes. Hi, this is Jerry and Greeley. Hello, Jerry. I'm calling on behalf of a friend. He's got a 73 CJ5 with a 304 V8. Yep. He's installing an Edelbrock uh, throttle body injection kit on it. Oh, cool. And so he's got a, he's replacing the intake manifold and um, the engine is in the vehicle and he showed me a photo there's a bunch of gunk down in that valley. Yeah. And he's trying to figure out the best way to clean all that up. Uh, <sighs> okay. And, and, you know, he, I suggested maybe he could be as careful as possible and, and manually clean it, but, but there'll probably be some particulates fall down into the crankcase. Would it hurt anything to just spray around in there with carb cleaner or brake cleaner and then, then drain the oil, or, or would there be some residual solvent left if he tried that? So the residual solvent will be minimal. Um, that's an engine you can probably get away with some of this. Um, I would, uh, yeah, not you won't want to drain the oil once, probably a couple of times. Uh, new filters each time. Uh, it depends on how much gunk is there um, and how much hardened gunk, because if you can get sludge. And then you can get hard, chunky, nasty carbon pieces, and those can cause some pretty significant damage. Um, without seeing it, it's hard to give an exact um, idea, but but that does scare me, I'll be honest with you. Um, again, this is a very simple engine. The 304 is a, 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 a good engine. It's tough as heck. And really, the, the crank and stuff were over-engineered for the relatively small amount of power that engine produced. So if it was a more modern vehicle, I'd be even more concerned. Uh, but oil waves are fairly big. Uh, I, I think it'll be fine. But if there's a lot of gunk buildup, um, if he's going to the expense of putting injection on it, it might be worth yanking the engine and looking at other things, particularly on an AMC motor, the oil pump. Okay. Um, I'll pass that along. Thank you, Nick. All right. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. And we're going to jump to another break. We'll be right back. AM 650 KGAB. Open calendar. What's my schedule looking like? Next Thursday, you will be caught in an emergency flash flood between Park and First Street. What? No. No, that doesn't work. I'm, I'm busy then. Decline. De decline. Floods don't exactly work around your schedule. Disasters don't plan ahead. But you can. It starts with talking to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. So don't wait. Communicate. Visit hls.wio.gov. Brought to you by Wyoming Office of Homeland Security, Wyoming Association of Broadcasters, FEMA, and the Ad Council. You're listening to Cheyenne's News and Talk Station. AM 650, KGAB, Orchard Valley, Cheyenne. A Town Square media station. And we're back, AM650, KGAB. Uh, talking hot rods today, and just uh, fun 
muscle cars. So if you'd like to join in the conversation, or if, like Jerry, you just have a question on a particular vehicle that, or anything, you know, join me today, 632 one I mean, it's not like you're going to run out to the yard and work on it today. Well, I wouldn't think so. Um, but uh, you may want, of course, who knows? But one thing I will ask everybody, if you don't have to be out in this weather, please, please don't. The roads are going to get really, really nasty. Um, starting here in about the next hour, uh, looking at the radars, it's uh, not getting any prettier out there. So just be safe, stay home, uh, cuddle up the fire, the dog or, or whatever and uh yeah and if you need help reach out to your neighbors reach out to friends there are lots of people who are going to be prepared to help i know uh richard johnson has been organizing a snow clearance uh, program on facebook for those who are un unable or unwilling to uh clear um sidewalks or around the houses if you need help reach out to folks um as i said if you're on facebook uh, look that look that up under richard johnson's page uh and if you need help heck give give me a shout um i will come out lot of my guys will help we're all all there and and in a when we have these weather emergencies, it's the community that's prepared to help each other, which is what's so great about Cheyenne. So feel free to, I mean, if you want to give me a shout on the show, I'll try and put you in touch with the right people. Anyway, we are going into the top of the hour news here in about an hour. One of the, one of the other um, cars that always comes to mind when I start talking about modified vehicles, and this was given to me uh, it was an article given to me by um, Bob Burge, who, who owned Midas for many years before I did, but Brooke and I did. And Bob had kept this article, and this gentleman back in the 80s had an old Corvair body lying around. And in another corner, he had a Jaguar V12 engine. Jaguar, sorry, for those who like it said like that. And he then spent seven years putting a Jag V12 in a Corvair. And no, it was no longer rear-engined. The Jag V12 was now in the front. Um, goodness knows where that car is today. I say this is an article from over 30 years ago now, but again, why do it? Well, why not? Right? We'll be right back here. AM650, KGAB. For justice one year later. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. The family of Brianna Taylor will lead a march in Louisville today. Exactly one year ago, Taylor was shot multiple times by police during a botched drug raid at her apartment. Roadblocks and barricades all along these streets. It's to prevent traffic from getting in. Louisville Mayor Greg Fisher says it's to keep protesters and the city safe and peaceful this weekend. 
Reporter Alton Godby of Fox TV affiliate WDRB in Louisville. No police officers were directly charged with her death. Seven jurors have been seated so far in the Derek Chauvin murder trial. He is the former Minneapolis police officer who held his knee to George Floyd's neck last year. Yesterday, the family reached a settlement with the city. They're calling it the highest pretrial settlement of a civil rights wrongful death case in U.S. history pretrial. The city of Minneapolis agreed to give the family of George Floyd $27 million because he died while being restrained by and in the custody of Minneapolis police. Fox's Mike Tobin. Protests in Portland, Oregon that started last year after Floyd's death continue to this day. Last night, police detained about 100 protesters just minutes after a demonstration started. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is sticking to his story that he never sexually harassed or assaulted anyone and never would. This as a seventh woman claims she was treated inappropriately by the powerful Democrat. The majority of New York's congressional delegation are now calling for New York Governor Andrew Cuomo to resign. Representatives Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Jamal Bowman particularly zeroing in on the sixth accuser's allegation that Cuomo aggressively groped her. Fox's Brian Yenis, America's listening to Fox News. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, getting schooled with Abby Hornacek. I just think they looked at the list of the companies that were most heavily shorted and decided to go for those. It's so interesting that this all happened because of a Reddit forum. Also, it just shows the power of the Internet nowadays. You know, it's, it's interesting to look at both sides of the story, too. Obviously, the Redditors really benefited off of this, but the hedge funds, not so much. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, it's the Fox News Rundown. Start your day with a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. A daily morning podcast going far beyond the headlines. Tapping into the massive reporting resources of Fox News to provide a full picture of the news of the day. I'm Dana Perino. I'm Brett Baer. I'm Jessica Tarlov. I'm Chris Wallace, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. More Americans are flying again. The Transportation Security Administration says agents screened more than 1.3 million passengers on Friday, despite the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. The last time the number was that high was March 15th of last year. More Americans are being vaccinated against the virus. The CDC says just over 101 million doses have been administered. It doesn't mean that many people have been fully vaccinated because some of the vaccines require two doses. But it does mean 66 million people in the U.S. have had at least one dose. About 35 million, about 10.5% of the population is now fully vaccinated. All those shots in the arm started back on December 14th. That means all those doses have been given out in less than three months. Fox's Jill Nato. A new warning about the accuracy of a widely used test for COVID-19 and flu. The FDA says a test made by Roche has been linked to false positive results. The FDA recommends samples be tested multiple times to assure accuracy. A left-wing activist is facing a laundry list of fraud charges. Investigators say Sir Major Page, also known as Tyree Conyers Page, created the Black Lives Matter of Greater Atlanta Charity on Facebook 
and then used it to defraud donors out of $450,000. An FBI statement accuses Page of using the cash to buy personal items, including entertainment, hotel rooms, clothing, and firearms. He's facing three counts of money laundering and one count of wire fraud. Tom Graham, Fox News. Black Lives Matter is backing a push by Amazon workers in Alabama to unionize. Members of the group will rally near a warehouse in Bessemer today where a vote is being taken. Workers at the warehouse are mostly black. I'm Pam Huso, and this is Fox News. Weather update is brought to you by Four Corner Siding. No matter the weather, Four Corner Siding can help protect your home. Winter storm warning continues until 6 a.m. Monday. Light precip, mixed freezing drizzle and snow showers and fog this morning, then turning to snow this afternoon, getting heavy by late day. Highs in the low 30s, lows tonight, mid-20s. Heavy snow with plenty of blowing and drifting overnight tonight. Very high impacts for travelers and stock growers. Sunday, heavy snow, strong winds throughout the day. Everything slowly tapering off Sunday night into Monday. Nick the Motor Guy back here on AM650 KGAB with Cargab. Got about an hour left of the show today, so uh, feel free to join me. 632 6500, 632 3323. 6500 two days um hopefully the weather wherever you are is good for you again if you'd like to join me this morning 632-6500-632-3323 let's jump to the phones good morning you're on car gap hi nick this is steve uh, you know your opening song there um yes hot rod heart it just brought back a, a really good memory and I was wondering if I could share that with you. I, I would love you to. I, it's one of my favorite songs, and it's a, a, it really does. Every time I listen to it, there's a piece of the lyrics that gets me. I don't know. It's, I think it's one of the best. It, it's the perfect song for this show. That's my opinion. That was a perfect <laughs> song for me this morning. Um, Good. Yeah, I just wanted to share it with you. It's a, 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 just. I'll try to paint the picture for you. Please do. If you don't mind. 
uh, I was I had turned 21. I had um, just been released from active duty from the Marine Corps in San Diego. Uh, I was married. We were married really young, mm-hmm. and uh, I bought a brand spanking new. Still have pictures of it. Brand spanking new 1968 Chevelle Supersport. Oh, <laughs> lovely. <laughs> 396, four-speed Hearst, Mickey Thompson mag wheels, red oval tires. It was black vinyl over red. Oh. Twice pipes. Yeah. And, of course, bucket seats. Yep. And we loaded up what little we had into the trunk and from our apartment that we were renting and I got all my paperwork off the base and headed back to Chicago on Route 66. Oh, uh, what a there drive. Was no, there were no interstates. It was Route 66. Yep. And you couldn't hear the car from the inside, but you could hear it if you were outside. <laughs> and we just cruised nonstop happily from San Diego to the west side of Chicago. And uh, I kept the car for, you know, once we got there, I found work and what have you. The family was all back there and uh, kept it for about two more years and polished it probably, I don't know, three times a week. And, uh-huh. and, and so it was my, it was my baby. It was, it was my your main, pride and joy. It was my main squeeze. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, ended up selling it to some neighbors, you know, and, and uh, that was the last I saw of it. But I, I just, uh, I can go on and on, but it was a good memory, and it was a good time. Well, it's a fabulous car, and I am so envious of you being able to drive the Route 66 during yep. that time. And I, I, all I can do is relive um, those moments through folks like yourself. And they, they, those stories never, ever get old. Uh, it was, yeah, yeah. And it was, and I, and I know when I tell you these stories, I'm essentially singing to the choir. But, uh, you know, the four-speed hearse with the positive traction. Yeah. And I remember my, my wife, uh, we were both pretty young. And I says, you want to drive? And we were coming out of Tucumcari, New Mexico. And she says, yeah. And uh, she <laughs> couldn't drive it. I mean, you just just lightly let up on that clutch and you were burning rubber. Yeah. It's just the way it was, you know. Well, they had yeah. no weight in the rear end. A monst- <laughs> monstrous torque from that 396. Oh, it, it, and it, was, it was so smooth and so quiet. Yeah. Until you rolled the windows. <laughs> but, and, and, of course, there, then, you didn't have cruise control. Cruise control was my right foot. That was my cruise control. Absolutely, you know, I, and I think that's something that people forget. I, I had never driven a car with cruise control until I came to the states, and even today, even on a long trip, I find myself. Um, second here, um, I find myself, uh, you know, catching myself. Oh, I've got cruise because I've just driven four hours and haven't even thought about it. Because you could. You get used to holding your foot at a certain angle, and particularly with big-engined American cars, particularly like that fabulous Chevelle of yours, um, you have the 
uh, you know, the, the torque that you just, if you keep the throttle at one spot, it doesn't matter because torque of the engine is going to get you up and down the hills anyway. And it didn't, you know, going up the hill or down the hill didn't bother it at all. You just, you, you didn't feel it. It just, it just went. Let me, I've got a, I've got only, only one photograph of it left. I, I don't know where all my pictures went, but I've got a good picture of it. Maybe one day I'll stop by on Westland Road there and I'll. That would be lovely, or if you uh, you want to email it, I'll throw it up on the Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, I'll stop by and, uh, when the weather clears out. Yeah. I'll show you. It's, it's not much of a picture, but, but you'll get the picture. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for your call. You made my day. And, and, and you know, the calls like yours and, and passion for the cars you used to own, they make things like the weather outside just not matter anymore. Thank you for calling. Okay, take it easy. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> um, just, uh, and we've got plenty of calls coming in. Just a quick ask. Um, when you call in, make sure you turn your radio down if you're listening because it creates all kinds of feedback in the studio and makes me seem even more unprofessional than I already am. So, <laughs> I love to have calls. Uh, it's what makes this show. So, keep it coming. Just remember to turn down your radio. Uh, 632-6500, 632-3323. One triple eight five zero three sixty five hundred. Let's jump the phones. Good morning, you're on Car Gap. Good morning, Nick. Yes. How you doing, pal? I'm good, Rona. How are you? I figured this this might just get your juices going. What's that, buddy? Just the hot rod thing. Just guy guys and gals enjoying cars, modified cars, whatever. Oh, you know that's a fact. <laughs> Hey, I was going to ask you and the listeners, have you ever heard of the Golden Cruise? I have not. In Golden, Colorado? Um, you know, now you say it like that, yes, I have. Um, yeah, I've never been to it, but yes. Well, you missed out. A couple thousand cars, good people. Um, didn't go on last year, but a guy by the name of Mike Mason, he's 74 years old. He's got one of the coolest coupes. He's a builder. But anyway, uh, we talked for about an hour this morning. I got to know him years ago, and we became friends. And so we were talking about if the cruise is going to happen this year. It's supposed to start at 5 o'clock on uh, a Saturday, uh, once a month. But I usually got there at noon and try to find a spot. But I know guys like Andy McMahon and... Dave Straub, they've gone down. And, uh, to make a long story short, uh, they still plan on having one, but they're going to kind of the same thing we are on our cruise. Yep. And I talked to him about it. He said he'd be happy to write a letter. Uh, the difference was he was amazed at what you guys raised dollar-wise. Yeah, it's pretty incredible, huh? <laughs> so he may want to talk to you guys to see it because uh, like he said you follow the money uh, <laughs> and the money actually helps your cause it might help his cause yeah i'd happily but, chat to him so um, yeah mike mason i'll give you his phone number he's just a super good guy yeah get it to me offline because i don't have anything to write exactly. on the studio but um um i 
I, I want to, I was going to get into this, and I was waiting for Doug to call, and I, if he's going to call today, I know he's trying to get out on vacation, but um, I got some great news from one of our council um, folks, uh, Michelle Aldridge, who's newly on the council. She is putting forward a resolution in support of cruise nights, and she's gotten eight of the nine councilmen not only to support that, but sponsor that resolution. Fantastic. So that is going to be at its first reading here in a couple of weeks at the Monday night. There will not be any opportunity at the first reading for public comments, but uh, it will then go to committee. And of course, that that's the times that we want, uh, we'll need people to go out and support it. So I'll keep reporting back. But if, if somebody happens to see Dr. Aldrich out there, please tell her thank you. Uh, any of your council members, I know Jeff White's got Roy, but a lot of these guys have got completely behind this. And uh, it, it's really exciting. Um, and the, I, I, with the, with the city council behind us and with all the great people in this city who've, in, who've enjoyed what we've done over the last year, I can see this do nothing other than grow. And that means supporting our restaurants, supporting our yeah. nonprofits and, and just, just having fun. I mean, there's nothing I love more than pulling into that parking lot or driving past on Central and seeing you there in, in your armchair with a big grin on your face sitting behind that charger. Made my, it made my week every time. Uh, just a suggestion, because um, I know there's a lot of people listening. I think we need to figure out a way to self-police a little bit. Oh, no doubt. Uh, the guys that roll the smoke, uh, it's way cool, but uh, everybody doesn't like it, and burnouts and a few things like that. I think if we take care of our own, I think we'll be good to go, pal. Absolutely, and the interesting part that uh, uh, is Dr. Roger did, and she she was great. She contacted me because she'd asked me if I ever need any help to contact her, so I did contact her, um, and uh she had gone and talked to a lot of people and the overwhelming feedback she got from the authorities and people she talked to is the problem is not cruise nights the problem tippy happens after we've all gone home and tucked ourselves into our beds um it's people who are you're, you're out talking there. like seven thirty, eight o'clock well i usually make it to about eight forty-five, but <laughs> <laughs> but typically after 9 30 ron and and the the authorities a couple of the traffic uh uh cops that she spoke to said you know the, the guys who come down the families that come down all the people come down and light up uh downtown giant aren't the problem it's the 9 30 10 30 11 30 quite honestly idiots there's no other way of describing them and those are going to happen and they agree with this they were the one that brought this subject up well, those are going to happen whether we have cruise nights or not never thought of that never did good point so um again if, if any of the council uh, members any of you folks listening if you see a council member if you reach out and just tell them thank you for sponsoring this resolution it really is going to it, it it just reinforces how good this has been for our city and i think you need to give a call out to uh, uh cars and coffee which was last sunday yep 
It was a monster. Good. There were some of the coolest riots. I saw cars I never saw before. I know, it's but crazy, all the isn't rich it? people were out. <laughs> there was Vipers, there was uh, Maseratis, uh, Lamborghinis. Uh, it, it was un- It was a great, but the lot wasn't big enough. Well, that's, that's how many cars are there. That's a wonderful problem to have. Yes, Great. I meant to go to it, and I must admit, I completely forgot. I got deep in a in my project that I've been working on. So, oh well, that's the way it goes. Oh, you do a great job. We love your show, man. Thank you, Ron. Appreciate all the support for years, man. Take care. Bye bye. And we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. But be right back here. AM six fifty. KGAB. AM 650 KGAB is everywhere you are, on your radio, on your phone, with our free mobile app, and now Alexa. Listen to KGAB on Echo, Dot, and any Alexa device. Just download and enable the KGAB skill on the Alexa app. Then say, Alexa, play KGAB. Now listening to KGAB. We'll even help with tech support. Go to KGAB.com, click on KGAB on Alexa, and setup is easy from AM 650. KGAB 180 over 111 and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak or walk. This is high blood pressure. Get back on your plan. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Gab with me, Nick the Motor Guy. Back here on AM650 KGAB. Uh, we will uh, shut that off because it's not necessary for uh, a while. I, I don't know why this runs like this. But anyway, the computer's trying to take over and we're going to put it in place and tell it that it's not ready for the bottom of the hour news for at least another, uh, well, six and a half minutes. Anyway, one of the things with Shire Motorsports that I've had to learn been in the automotive been in the motorcycle industry the and obviously the atvs and side-by-sides were somewhat new to me until i came to this area and the side-by-side market has just gone completely crazy utvs you see them everywhere you see people using them on the road um the other piece uh which i really didn't know an awful lot about um other than using one were lawnmowers and here is somewhat as a point where i need to eat my words so i am a great uh lover of all things with an internal combustion engine however lawnmowers this is where an electric motor can really take over if you've not used an electric uh 
uh, Loma. It is an extraordinary difference. Um, no messing with small engines that get grumpy when they're hot. They're difficult to start, particularly at this altitude. My wife is nodding her head furiously and saying, I've been telling him this for years. And Brooke has indeed. Um, until uh, basically I was ignored and Brooke went and bought one. Um, the I had not realized just how great they were. The reason I'm bringing this up is uh, we have a, a, a couple of brands of lawnmowers out at Shout Motorsports. I re uh, this week, I, in fact, in the last few weeks, I've suddenly had a couple of new brands, and they are rapidly expanding out into the world of electric. And it might only be one model here, one model there, but from just the regular push mower up to zero turns and lawn tractors. This is where the electric motor is definitely going to start to make a huge difference because that tremendous torque that you get from an electric motor, um, it makes, makes such a difference. And of course, with the advent of lithium ion batteries and longer battery lives, and you can mow for, uh, with some of these units for one and a half, two hours, most people at that point have had enough of it anyway. I, uh, the world of, uh, of not just cars, not just power sports, but all the way down to just mowing our grass, well, that's changed tremendously. And the reason I mentioned lawnmowers is because, well, I figured that lawnmowers just weren't going to be necessary this year, but now we got all this moisture, so at least we should be green for, oh, well, at least to the end of, what, April? We can hope. Hopefully we get lots more moisture. Hopefully it's not in one big dump like this one's going to be. Um, hopefully we continue to get moisture. Do have a thought out there for all our uh, ranchers and farmers, um, our livestock owners over the next uh, couple of days. They've got a difficult, difficult, difficult time ahead um, of them. Many of, them are, many of the ranchers around here are great customers and uh, some have become good, really, really good friends. Uh, so keep a thought and a prayer out for them because some of those guys are going to have to be out there tending to their animals, looking after their livestock over the next couple of days in some pretty horrendous conditions. Again, with the weather coming in, uh, just please try to stay home. If you're going to have to go out for any particular reason, make sure you have an emergency kit in your vehicle, blankets, water, um, shovel if you do happen to get stuck, uh, a toe strap, even, you know, have the toe strap with you because it means that if, if somebody, if you've got stuck or you find somebody that's stuck, at least you've got one with you to be able to help people out. All those things don't take up an awful lot of room in the car and they uh, you're going to be very thankful if you do. Remember, if you do get stuck, be very aware of running the engine. Um, make sure that tailpipe is clear. Uh, best of all, just stay home. Listen to the radio. Listen to KGAB. you got Doug coming up after me here in about half an hour. I'm sure he's got all kinds of things prepared for, for you and he... Uh, Doug does a great job with the the local areas, so uh, you got two or three hours of Doug, and then oh, there's got to be something on TV, movies, whatever. But just stay home, be safe, be careful, 
cook a chili, get soup on, all those great things that actually are kind of fun to have when the weather gets bad. And please remember your neighbors um, who, who may need some help, uh, maybe elderly, maybe disabled. You know, it only takes a few minutes to dig a little further down that sidewalk or run across the street and check on somebody. So uh, it's going to be it's, it's going to be rough around here for a couple of days, but this community is always going to get through things just fine and uh, we'll support each other as we do. Again, remember, when you're not out on the road, that means our first responders don't have to go out there and help. So another reason, if you're driving through the this area, hunker down. It's going to be rough for a couple of days. I think we've, I'm looking out the window. We're, we're just starting to, uh, the, the weather's closing in pretty quickly now. When we get through this um, Monday, Tuesday, uh, just be aware that cold, damp, freezing ice can do all kinds of nasty things. The other thing is when you're clearing the snow around your car, be careful with that snow shovel. Be careful about digging. If you're going to dig into the around the car, be careful about kind of forcing that snow shovel in towards the tires, particularly the sidewalls. Almost every year I see a severely damaged sidewall or two on tires, typically from somebody trying to clear ice and uh, snow from around their vehicle. Um, do clear things up. Remember, even if your car can reverse, if it doesn't have the ground clearance, the amount of damage a snow drift, particularly one that's iced over. And services and the Ad Council. In 1977, an eight-year-old boy picked up the game of golf from his father. The odds of that same boy winning the U.S. Open twice, one in 1.2 billion. The odds of him having a child diagnosed with autism, one in 110. Ernie Els encourages you to learn the signs of autism at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. NASCAR champion Bobby Lavani here with my brother Terry and my nephew Justin. You know, every sport has its essential safety gear. For racing, we wear helmets, fire retardant suits, and no Mex gloves. For fishing, waterfowl hunting, and boating, we wear life jackets. After an intense race, there's nothing more relaxing than bass fishing or a little duck hunting on the lake. But we're the first ones to tell you, on the track or on the water, accidents happen fast. This weather update is brought to you by Four Corner Siding. No matter the weather, Four Corner Siding can help protect your home. Winter storm warning continues until 6 a.m. Monday. Light precip, mixed freezing drizzle and snow showers and fog this morning, then turning to snow this afternoon, getting heavy by late day. Highs in the low 30s, lows tonight, mid-20s. Heavy snow with plenty of blowing and drifting overnight tonight. Very high impacts for travelers and stock growers. Sunday, heavy snow, strong winds throughout the day. Everything slowly tapering off Sunday night into Monday. Tom has been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. 
Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Hear that? It's the soundtrack to our busy lives. But there's one thing that needs to be at the top of our to-do lists. Fixing those dangerous recalled Takata airbag inflators. Millions of vehicles from 19 automakers still need to be fixed, because if they're not fixed, those airbags could cause serious injury or even death. It's not that your other stuff isn't important. It's just that, well, fixing that airbag just might save your life. Visit toyota.com forward slash recall to learn more. My savings are gone. Okay, where were they last? Here, right before I spent them on the vacation to Aruba. Weird. Not weird. Not saving now means no money later. For free ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. AM 650 KJB, Nick the Motor Guy. Back here on Car Gap, we got about 20 minutes left of the show today. I, if you'd like to give me a call, 632 6500, 1 One of the other things, once we get through uh, this weather event, that whatever it, whatever it brings, it looks like it is actually going to bring a fair amount to us. Um, talked about tires damage to tires uh particularly with snow shovels and things like that of course uh temperatures are going to be schizophrenic as they do tend to be around here for our uh, winters but uh the good old uh tpms light tire pressure monitoring system light is probably going to be on on a bunch of vehicles come tuesday morning so i uh, wherever possible uh, try to do your tires when you're at home or after driving the minimal amount at a low speed. And again, I, I, I know I've, I've said this hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times, but the myth continues, even in the power sports world. When you inflate your tires, please, 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 the correct inflation for any tire on any vehicle is what is recommended by the vehicle manufacturer not the tire manufacturer the vehicle manufacturer you will find that on any car typically if the sticker hasn't gone but typically it will be on the driver's door or a driver's door jam on a power sports vehicle on a motorcycle it's typically somewhere around the um a drive chain cover on a ATV it's typically up on the fender or it can always be found in your owner's manual and it can certainly be found on Google but please please do not do not do not inflate the tire to the pressure on the sidewall of the tire and I know a lot of you have heard me say this before but I still get these questions almost weekly which is why I keep repeating it um, if you inflate to the, the, the pressure that is on the sidewall of the tire, do not use that. 
that is the maximum allowable pressure for that tire. When you overinflate a tire beyond what the vehicle manufacturer recommends, you are in, uh, increasing likelihood of getting into an accident due to the tire not gripping correctly. You are indeed wearing your tire out far, far more quickly than necessary. And you're just putting yourself in an all-around dangerous position. So again, the correct tire pressure is what the vehicle manufacturer recommends. Find your owner's manual. Find it on the machine or the car. On the car, it'll typically be on the driver's door jam. Or good old Google. And you know what? You can always call Midas at any of my stores. We're always going to be happy to help you. I know you could call a Napa store. They can look it up for you. So there's lots and lots of information out there for somebody if they're not sure what, what pressure it should be. But yet again, we're going to see this happen, and we see it every time with a big cold snap. We'll get somebody coming and say, my vehicle rides like a rock. And when the, when we go to check their tire pressures, they're at the maximum allowable pressure. That makes the car ride horribly, handle horribly, and wear your tires out. And tires are, as all of you know, very, very pricey. If you'd like to join me, 632-6500-632-3323-188-503-6500. Let's jump to the phones. Good morning. You're on Car Gap. Hey, good morning, Nick. This is Frank from the South Side. Hello, Frank. How are you? Well, I I've had enough of this fear mongering uh, about some little old storm going to come in here. <laughs> I spent I spent five winters in Wisconsin. Right. Nothing ever gets canceled in Wisconsin. Everybody should be forced to spend a winter in either Wisconsin, Minnesota, or northern Montana. Then they can learn to deal with it. Well. But a lot of them don't, because a lot of people have never driven in this. You know what that's like. Oh, I've seen lots of them. When I lived in Nevada, they'd come up from Southern California, and the first snow hit, and there'd be cars in the medium and cars in the ditch. Yeah. Well, that's that's uh, Darwin at work, my book. But they canceled gun show out here this weekend. That really makes me mad as hop. Right. And we're, and we're our plant is closed on Monday. We said we're not going to work deal with it I, I mean i just can't understand how we as a society have evolved from you know knowing that we can deal with whatever comes down the road to being afraid of living i got this pandemic all this nonsense and we want to go hide <laughs> and cower no we can conquer it we can so conquer it, but again, it, I think while the storm's going on for the next day, this is just my opinion, Frank, for, while it's in the height of the storm, stay home. And then once it's over, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, sure. Yeah. I mean, there's no point being out on the roads unnecessarily, getting off, you know, having a problem, and then having first responders out there who are going to go and do their job because they're dedicated. But there's no point getting people out there unnecessarily for the next 24 hours. Well, if you're afraid of it, stay home. Absolutely, Nick. Absolutely. Well, I'm not saying I'm afraid. I'm, I'm saying purely the less people out there, the less likely you are to bounce off each other. <laughs> <laughs> you know I that's true. No, that's very true. That's very <laughs> true. But uh, I was, uh, you were talking a couple weeks ago about uh, LED lights and stuff. Yeah. And I was on the Royal Enfield blog, and there was a whole thread on switching your headlight over to uh, LED. Yep. And 
one of the guys put a good jump in there to a very good article. Uh, this is not as simple as what you might think. It's definitely not simple. No. And there's all kinds of permutations involved in it. In fact, you can put an LED in that looks like it's brighter, but it's less light in reality than your, your halogen. Well, that's why you've got to look at lumens. That's yeah, what's so important with this. Um, and this is on a vehicle this is in a building this is all of them um, LEDs are wonderful but yes they've got to be you've got to be careful with what you put in where you put it in resistances and everything else uh, uh, one of the things I love about LEDs and I've spent quite a lot of, well a lot of time doing them on all the charity cars over the time is it offloads what could be a marginal electrical system oh yeah because you not got the power drain that is the for me the number one benefit over everything else of an led well i replaced all my turn signals on the interceptor uh because they're much brighter yeah uh, and the brake light and as i want a bright light as i i can have yes indeed I really right at night uh, and this headlight seems to be adequate, but like I said, I don't really drive at night, so I'm not going to worry about it. But there's quite a bit involved in it, and the, the heating element and the focus plane of the light and all kinds of stuff. So before anybody rushes out and does that, they ought to do some research on it. Yeah, absolutely. And on every vehicle, and particularly when you're doing old vehicles, it can make other things act very funky because you don't have the resistances that were designed in some of these older electrical systems. There are lots of ways around that. Uh, but uh, and there's tons of information in the forums for that particular vehicle because everybody's going to it. I, one of the first things I've done with a lot of the British vehicles is, again, LEDs because, as we all know, the electrical system is marginal at best on most British vehicles. Um, and using LEDs throughout the system just takes... I mean, you, you literally have just cut the power demand by 40%. Oh, yeah. That's really good. Well, that's my two cents worth for this weekend. Absolutely. Well, I, take I, care. you take care. Okay, bye, Nick. All right, bye-bye. And let's jump over to line two. Sorry, line one. Good morning, Ron Cargap. A pleasant good morning to you. Hello, how are you, Don? Oh, I'm just fine. Say, I would like to say that I stand chastened and rebuked regarding the uh, tire pressure placard okay. on my car, <laughs> uh, only because uh, uh, some of these boats I have, they say 26 pounds on the front and 28 on the back, unless you're going for the more optimal fuel economy and then go for 30 on each. Yep. And uh, <laughs> I just... In the summertime, I pump them up to 32. I just, uh, I've never had, I've never had a blowout with an over uh, pressurized tire, but I've certainly seen them with a blowout with too, uh, too small of a pressure on that. But, but raising something two pounds over the recommended is not going to create a problem. It's what I'm talking about is because on the sidewall of that tire, it's probably 46 or 50. 
Oh, absolutely. My comment was more of a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything. <laughs> uh, so I will tell but, you. But no, you, you will see people pump them up to 40 or 45 or whatever, and that's good on a trailer tire, you know, uh, if, if you're doing that, but certainly not on a passenger car or even a pickup. It's... Uh, it's uh, insanity a little bit, but oh, I just a, wanted to uh, wink uh, and nod to you that <laughs> I am guilty of that as well. I know the power sports machine, and you're, if I remember rightly, a, a motorcyclist in the past. Um, I had a gentleman come in here about a year ago with a sport bike. He was a fairly new sport rider. It was sport bike rider, well, new mo- newer motorcycle rider. It was a six, and he said it just didn't feel right to him. And so I, uh, the guys were busy, so I, I jumped on, put my helmet on, jumped on it, carefully took it around the parking lot, and it, it didn't feel right. And I, I ran it up Westland Road, and it felt horrible. And I came back, and he had 61 pounds in the front and rear tires of this, because that was the maximum allowable pressure on the sidewalls. And you, uh, on a motorcycle, as as you know, <laughs> they got pretty significant curves, so you can uh, bend three quarters and stuff. Well, when you've just added about thirty pounds more than is necessary or recommended to that tire, that thing wants to fall off the edge, and the contact patch is now about quarter <laughs> inch across. It was terrifying. Well, and you know, I've had some, I've had some terribly cheap. Chinese tires, Suntex, uh, because for a while there I couldn't find any white walls. Right. And if you aired them up to, you know, 32, 35, it was like you were riding on jello. Yep. And so if you get the wrong tire to begin with, I can kind of see where you pump those things up, uh, you know, 40, maybe, uh, you know, getting close to that maximum value, but. Uh, <sighs> It's you, you, still, bought the, you bought the wrong tire. You bought the wrong tire, and now and and believe me, I <laughs> I will never buy that worthless SunTech again. But uh, like I said, I was I had to have white walls because I won't run black walls, and that was the only thing available at the time, and they were better than the Firestones that were ten years old. So. Yep, <laughs> I got you. Although the, again, the the worry for me is, I, and I I I don't want to be rude about a particular brand, but if you already got a tire. You. <laughs> so uh, you won't be uh, you won't be inspecting my cars when I come up to Cheyenne and see any SunTex on those damn things. All right, anymore. excellent. <laughs> well, hopefully well, you can I, make I it wanna, up for a cruise night or something this oh, year. Oh, absolutely! It'd be, it'd be great to see you. You guys, uh, you know, take care out there. As they said in Hill Street Blues, uh, be careful out there. Yes, indeed. Good to hear from you, Don. You take care. We'll talk to you another time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back here on AM650 KGAB. You just can't put a price tag on all this fun, and yet they did. Whether you're looking for the ultimate adrenaline rush or a heavy-duty utility machine, the 2021 CF Motos are arriving at Cheyenne Motorsports. With a new machine from CF Moto, the price of fun is surprisingly low because all the features you need come standard, like power steering, custom paint, and a powerful winch, all at a price you won't believe. Log on to CheyenneMotorsports.com or see the CF Moto lineup at Cheyenne Motorsports, 2000 Westland Road, delivering fun since 1967. The thought of my sons growing up without me inspired me to quit smoking. I talked to my doctors and then I threw away all my cigarettes, ashtrays, and lighters. 
I started exercising instead of smoking. Staying away from alcohol when I was first quitting was key. I kept on trying, learned something each time. Do whatever it takes. No matter how many times it takes. We did it, so can you. For free help, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and CDC. Six fifty KJB Nick the Motor Guy back here on Car Gap. Last week we got a call from somebody regarding L Triple C and their um, auto body program. I did get, uh, I did reach out to L Trip just so the folks know I do do follow up on stuff when when asked to. Um, I there there are some changes going to be made out there. There are no um, no decisions as yet those decisions i believe are going to be made over the next week or two and they are taking huge input from the uh body shops and the automotive shops here in town it's one of the things i love about l triple c is that they really do listen to all the businesses and when they're making any kind of change they're doing it with the input of their advisory groups and those advisory groups are entirely made up of the stakeholders i.e the businesses that are looking for certain types of employees hence this new cdl program that uh, mike and penny were on with uh here a couple of weeks ago I do want to follow up on the CDL program as well. One of our regular listeners, uh, Dave, I uh, got to go out there yesterday and experience the uh, um, uh, the the training uh, uh, unit, and uh, I. I apparently he did amazing which isn't surprising he's been driving a truck for many years but i i would love to i'm looking forward to speaking to him at some point and hearing just uh what the simulator was like for him as i said when i got to do it i was really 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 surprised and again l triple c is going to listen to folks um when when all of you called in a couple of weeks ago when they were on the show i know that they have made changes they have they've listened to what you all had to say so i want to say thanks to LCCC for listening to us as businesses listening to us as the public they are creating a great education out there for a lot of people but they're doing it so that our their students our future employees have the skills they need when they walk into our businesses have those basic skills uh and those are how the decisions are made on the programs and as long as that continues and i believe that's not only continuing but it's getting stronger i have complete faith in our institution out there and what they're doing for this for this uh, community and uh, the, the the greater part of the area so again if you have a question ever on those reach out to me 
I'm happy to follow up. I've got, I'm very fortunate in having people I can pick up the phone to. And even if they say, Nick, we don't know, but we'll get you in touch with. They do that, and I'll do my best to follow up. So that's all I know for now on that. And as I find out more information, I will, uh, I'll let you know. And if there's particular people who'd like to talk about it, we'll get them on the show and we'll, uh, again, follow up with those programs. With that, we're going to take a break, and I'll be right back here on AM650 to finish up the show. You're listening to Cheyenne's News and Talk Station, AM650, KGAB, Orchard Valley, Cheyenne, a town square media station. Ladies and gentlemen, today's opponents on Man versus Train. At the crossing, we have Rick, a 175-pound frustrated man who's running late for work. And on the tracks, we have Bull, a million-pound freight train that takes a mile to stop. Let's see who comes out on top. You can't beat a train, so don't try. Stop. Trains can't. Paid for by NHTSA. Hi. Uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah. Hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just want to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck, uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up, and um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hi, Cap. Elmo wants to know, what is the census? Ah, the census is a special time when we count every single person in the country. Do kids and babies count, too? Of course. Counting everyone in your home helps support your neighborhood by funding schools, hospitals, and more. So complete the census by calling, going online, or returning your form by mail. It's totally private. Visit 2020census.gov and... Brought to you by Carnegie Corporation of New York and the Ad Council. Nick the Motor Guy back here on Car Gap. We've got about, oh, two and a half, three minutes left of the show today. If you'd like to get a quick call in, you can give us a call. 632-6500. 632-3323. Again, with the weather going up and down, up and down, we talked about tires. I, I regularly talk about uh, a coolant leaks, oil leaks, any kind of leak. If you see when you... When you reverse your car out or wherever it's parked, just take a glance, particularly if it's got 
couple of years on it um this kind of weather uh is pretty brutal on things like seals and just catching it before you uh (laughs) before there's a major leak and therefore a major disaster so just take a look if you see something green or red or orange or brown it shouldn't be there if uh you get a low coolant warning light on it on a vehicle there's a reason that coolant has gone down vehicles do not ingest coolant and if they do well ugly stuff is happening so just be aware of it also again with the temperatures going up and down take a look at the battery open up your hood if it's growing green stuff green stuff bad run it over to a shop have them clean them up the terminals uh, i i know a lot of the parts stores they'll do that for free um you can also do it yourself with uh um just our home but make sure you put on safety glasses you don't want that stuff flicking your eyes it well just know it hurts okay somebody around here may have been stupid in his younger life let's turn around for one last call good morning on car gap hey good morning um about diagnosing problems over the phone um do quite a bit of it but trying to do it in the next 40 seconds is going to be tough um 2001 toyota tacoma won't idle won't idle okay um check engine light on no check engine light is not on all right couple of things to look at right away is if you have if the um mass airflow sensor is plugged in uh-huh. Um, that'll be one thing. If that's unplugged, it will give issues like that. Another will be any vacuum lines that have become disconnected. That would be the would be another thing I would instantly look at. And I normally I go into this a bit deeper, but I'm literally going to get kicked off in about 15 seconds. Feel All free right. to give me a shout back next week, though. Okay. All right. That gave me something to think about. Thank you. Take care, everybody. Uh, take care. Be careful out there. Speak to you next week on CarGap. Bye bye. boarding buses at the southern border. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. The White House calls it overwhelming. Republicans call it a crisis. Waves of migrants continue to flood the Texas-Mexico border. There's so many that officials say they have to be processed outside. After that, they're loaded onto Greyhound buses. Greyhound confirms that it has asked for emergency funding to add drivers and buses to handle the surge. The letter also asked the administration to make 100% sure no migrant gets on the bus with COVID-19. Right now, CBP does not test, but Brownsville, Texas, for example, is. And so far, the weekly positive rate is 9.25%. Fox's Edward Lawrence on Monday, Republican House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy will lead a congressional delegation on a trip to our southern border. President Biden hasn't said much about the migrant surge, but he is talking up his coronavirus relief bill as direct payments to millions of Americans start landing in bank accounts. The Treasury Department does say that some stimulus payments are going out this weekend. So far, they've not given us those exact numbers of checks sent out. But if you don't see it in your account yet, don't worry. The IRS says more people should get theirs directly deposited next week. Now, when you break it down, based on income, some $1,400 going out for individuals making 